All right, and welcome to episode one of Let's Look Serious. How are you guys doing? Uh, I am your host, Rob. Uh, some of you guys call me serious, though. It's fine. Some of you don't know my real name. Um, but we are a new podcast. Um, we are available on every major platform, so Apple Music, Spotify. I'm assuming that's where most of you guys are listening. And uh, Google Podcasts, which I just found out was a thing. But uh, what you guys can expect to see from this channel is mainly going to be interviews, voiceovers, and some solo commentary. Uh, we're going to try to do all things audio. I'll be like our little a little hook or something like that, you know. Um, but for today's episode, I actually asked you guys what I should talk about in terms of like topics. And uh, I got about 25. But for the purpose of today's episode, I'm only going to do five. I might do another five later, um, but I'm not sure. Obviously, it's uh, Sunday football, so I got to, you know, allocate resources accordingly. But, um, yeah, hope you guys are having a good Sunday and uh, buckle in. So, uh, oh, the five topics we're going to get into today. Here, I'll get them pulled up right now. Uh, number one is going to be horror movies coming from Matt C. You know, it kind of matches the October Halloween vibe we got going on right now. Uh, double standards from KDC. See, I'm not giving you guys full names out. I'm not going to dox you guys. Uh, number three is going to be Peaky Blinders. That's That one's coming from Rick. Uh, number four is going to be When You Feel Most Relaxed. Uh, that one's coming from Max. And uh, number five is coming from Jen, and that's going to be ASMR. I saved that one for last because I got some strong views on that one. I'm not going to lie. So I got a hot take. But uh, going on to number one, horror movies. Okay. I'm not going to beat around the bush with this one. I feel like we are in a very, very bad era for horror movies. Um, I feel like every good horror movie came out like 20 plus years ago. Like, am I wrong? But I feel like most horror movies, right, uh, that have came out in the past like 15 or 20 years has been like, oh, it's like some kid. You know, he's writing down something, talking like his therapist or whatever. He writes down something. He's like drawing. It's got a dark figure in the corner of the room. And he's like, mommy, this is what I see when I go to bed. Like, am I wrong? Could someone like correct me if I'm wrong? But I am pretty sure that is the plot of every single move, uh, every single movie. I, I really don't even know what is like, I don't know if there's an iconic movie that has actually came out in the past 15 years. I guess some of you guys are going to be like, oh, what about um, The Conjuring? Okay, and here, here's my thing with The Conjuring, right? The Conjuring is not a bad movie. I'm not going to knock The Conjuring or anything. like, But it, it got to the point where it's, like, predictable. Like, I think they, they added something where it's, like, Annabelle now, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know, but I don't watch that stuff. It's just, it gets so predictable. The first one was actually pretty good, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I like the acting in it. But to get to my point... Every good one, it came out like 20 plus years ago. Like Alien with Sigourney Weaver. That's that's a pretty phenomenal movie. Like I don't think anyone's going to say that's not a good movie. I think that came out in like the 80s, I'm pretty sure. Also, I mean, obviously Halloween, like those movies are classic. Like if you're not a Michael Myers fan, like I'm just not a fan of you at that point. But, um, oh, and The Thing. Oh my gosh. I was telling somebody about The Thing the other day and they had no idea what, what I was talking about. I was like, you don't know what The Thing is? Um, I don't know any of the actors' names, so don't expect me to, like, drop something like that. But um, that was such a good movie. And it's like, it blows my mind because we live in an era, right, where uh, we're so high-tech and advanced with, like, CGI and different types of movie editing and all this stuff that, like, nobody can pull off a good movie. I think the last horror movie that I saw 
where I was like, okay, this is a pretty decent horror movie was I saw it overseas. It was called Talk to Me. Some of you guys might have saw that already. But uh I'm not gonna spoil it, but essentially the it's a it's a it's an Australian horror movie. That's all you really need to know. It's pretty good. Um the acting is phenomenal. Um I don't know the any of the actors, ma'am. I'm sorry, I'm not I should know the actors. I really should. But it's it's a good movie. But it's not like a life changing horror movie, right? And I know this comes at a time where you guys are just like probably sitting at home watching your uh Nightmare Before Christmas and all those other you know, Halloween movies and stuff. It's like that's all, that's it. Like nothing nothing's been like super life changing. I'm I'm trying to see a pivotal horror movie. You know what I mean? Like I remember when I was growing up, uh my mom and my aunt specifically, they would always talk about this movie. I know you guys have heard of it. This movie called The Exorcist, right? Now, regardless of what you feel about The Exorcist, where you thought it was like a great movie, I thought the movie was horrible when I first watched it. I'm not going to lie. But hearing them describe The Exorcist, they were like, this movie, this this movie, I, when I watched this in the theaters, they were like, we, we couldn't even, like, when we went home, we couldn't sleep. That That's what they said the movie was like. And obviously, you know, young me, when I, when I was, when I was uh, hearing them talk about this, I decided, you know, take it upon myself to go watch the movie, which I did. Uh, and like I said, I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't think it was good. But to them, that was like an iconic moment in movie history. Like, I'm not sure what year it came out or, um, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say the actors because I never know the actors' names, apparently. But um, they said that that movie was so iconic. And like, that's what I've been waiting for in terms of horror movies. I've been waiting for a horror movie to come out where it just changes the game entirely. Like, that's what I'm trying to see. And there's been some studios or some uh, producers, some people doing, like, A24. Like, there's been some people coming out who actually, like, try. And the people who I I personally trust, like, I can trust A24 to try to put out something, you know, phenomenal. Because their direction, like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, Hereditary, or you guys should have seen Hereditary. I know most of you guys have probably seen Midsummer, but that's what I mean. Like those movies uh, have such a uh, unique take on like cinematography, uh, writing, you know, like the screenplay, and uh, I mean acting. Obviously, they're not going to put you know crappy actors in roles like that, but they always execute at an exceptionally high level. A twenty four. I nod my hat to you guys. I think you guys are on the right direction and giving us something. I know, like. You guys just don't like isolate yourselves to horror movies. I think you've, uh, I think you've been producing a lot more things, but um, yeah, I can applaud them and I trust them to maybe put out a horror movie that changes the game. I don't know; they're the only ones I think who've like got it. You know, like everything else, it's just so predictable. Like, uh, like what was that one movie? The, uh, the Paranormal Activity. I've had some people tell me before this; they're like, "Yeah, that that was a scary movie." I'm like, "That was that? Come on, come on." Paranormal Activity had, I can name one, one, and, and clip, someone clip this and like send it to me if I'm wrong, but like I can name one moment in Paranormal Activity where I thought it was genuinely a, a spooky piece, you know what I mean? And I was like 10, and uh, it was like, I remember me and my brother, we got it from the Red Box, it was probably a couple weeks into October, got it from the Red Box, um, you know, we went downstairs, turned off the lights, and uh, we started watching it, and at the end... Um, Oh, it's called the the girl. I guess she gets like possessed. She goes downstairs. Blah blah blah. The boyfriend's. It's all found footage. 
And then uh, the boyfriend's like, you know, he's like, oh, my gosh, I got to go find her. She's yelling. And he just runs down. I don't know why I'm describing the scene to you guys. You guys should already know it if you've seen the movie. But uh, basically, he just gets yeeted at the camera. So it was like a jump scare, right? But that was the scariest point in that entire movie. I didn't think anything else was spooky. Otherwise, just like, oh, my gosh, I woke up and there's writings on the wall. Or, oh, my gosh, I see something. in the Like, it's just, it's all so repetitive. I feel bad because I'm a big Halloween guy. You know, I like... uh I like the fall vibe of it. I like the, um, you know, everyone dressing up and the pumpkins, all this stuff. I like the whole vibe of Halloween. But I need a new era of spooky movies because right now, I think the 80s, you know, because they had obviously um, the thing, Alien, all that stuff. Um, Halloween as well. I think the 80s had to figure it out. And I think the 80s currently hold the title. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it, you know. we In today's era, we got like, you know, superhero movies and action movies and all that but um in general yeah 80 hold 80s hold the title we need to catch up or something all right moving on to topic number two uh double standards by kdc why did you give me this red pill blue pill question goodness it's the first episode um okay with double standards here's my views on them i'm really gonna teeter the line here you know what i'm saying trying to appeal to everyone right (laughs) but uh with double standards i feel like I don't know, I feel like there's some things that are just human nature. I'm not saying they're right or anything. I'm not saying they're wrong. Like, some things are just human nature. We've always followed, like, a certain, like, way of doing things. And I'm not saying that's right. You know, everyone's got to be their own sovereign person and, you know, do you. Um, But sometimes they exist for a reason, and sometimes I do believe, you know, they're there with ignorant, you know, ignorant purposes. Um, Obviously, it's going to vary depending on, like, you know, demographic of people, if they're more traditional um, some things like that, but in general, I believe if, you know, if you're not killing anybody, like, just stop worrying about what people think. I think, I think it all comes down to, like, worrying about what people think. I really think we all have our own right to, you know, um, our pursuit to happiness and all that stuff and, you know, um, beliefs and everything. Just, you shouldn't be caring about what people think in general. I don't think it's ever going to be a healthy way. I think that's hardly the best option to take. You know, I think that's never the best option to take, you know. Um, so, I mean, I believe that's what it really comes down to. Uh, freaking red pill, blue pill question. Get out of here, Katie. All right, moving on to topic number three. Peaky Blinders by Rick. All right, I'm not going to lie. I actually have never seen this show. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've heard it's a good show. I know it's on Netflix. I see a lot, a lot, I'm going to say a lot of clips coming out from this show. So I know that this show is already like a pop culture icon in a sense. Um, but yeah, I've never seen the show. But I do know that the lead actor, Killian Murphy, that dude is phenomenal. I think he's probably one of the best actors that's come out in the past 15 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, So I trust him in that. Like, my first role, or my first movie seeing Killian Murphy was probably, oh, man, I got to say, it was in, it, it, I mean, obviously, he was in, like, Inse- or, uh, Inception in, in Dark Knight. I saw him first in Dark Knight, but in Inception, that's when I really started to like the guy. You know what I mean? In, uh, in Dark Knight, though, I think he was, like, the Scarecrow. Yeah, so he was pretty good. But in his role in Inception, like, really iced, iced, uh, like, well, you guys got to see that if you haven't seen it. It's, like, my top probably like my second favorite movie of all time first being pulp fiction um yeah but for real uh killian murphy i already trust him in that role right so like if i see like 
uh, or if I haven't seen a movie or a show, I should say, actually movies too, I'll include movies to this category, but I, if I've um, never seen a show or a movie and I, I know who the lead actor is, I already know it's going to be good. Like I only recently started uh, Breaking Bad, and uh, I already knew like just from years ago seeing that it was Brian Cranston in the leading actor role. I was like, I already know this movie or the show is going to be phenomenal. Like there's no doubt in my mind that this this show probably going to do some great things. You know what I mean? So I mean, I, it's kind of like the same thing with uh, Peaky Blinders. It's huge, uh, just like uh, Breaking Bad in pop culture. Just like I see it in so many edits and like on my social media. So it's always trending. Uh, I also liked him in what's it Kelly Murphy done? He's done. Oh, even Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer was pretty good. It was okay. I'm not gonna lie. It was rather long. Like when I saw it, I was in a, I was in the Middle East, but uh, it was a rather long. Oh, and and they cut out that whole scene where um, they cut out that whole scene with him and Florence Pugh. Right, and apparently that was like a fifteen-minute scene, but I didn't see it. They just kind of like edited like a dress over her, and uh, they cut out the whole scene. It was a very strange cut in the movie. Like it was very blatant, and like you were all like, "Okay, this is um, okay." Um, but anyways, yeah, they cut out fifteen minutes, and that still felt like a long movie. Like that was a very long movie. I can only imagine how long, you know. But um, yeah, um, with Killian Murphy, I thought his um, execution in Oppenheimer was phenomenal. I think he does a great job of, like, going from an English accent to, like, an American accent. Like, some people struggle with that. Some people struggle to, like, switch that on and off, like, so quickly and or, or, or so consistently. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it peeks through. You can kind of hear, you know, maybe in a word or something that they say. Um, but in general, yeah, I think Killian Murphy is killing it. And I, I'm, who knows? I might start uh, Peaky Blinders today. It is uh, football Sunday, so no promises at all. Um, okay, moving on to topic number four. When you are most relaxed. This one's coming from Max. Uh, Max sent me a pretty big list, so I only chose that one. I might get on to your other topics like uh, later today or later in the week. But uh, when you are most relaxed. Okay. For me, I feel like I am most relaxed after something like strenuous uh strenuous physical activity i feel that i am most relaxed after strenuous physical activity uh i use this as like an example because like, like yesterday i went on a run and it was about four miles you know nothing super crazy but uh when i got back and i hit that four mile mark like i literally like i i i panned it out so i perfectly ended like right when i um like went to my front door and um yeah like I, my heart rate started going down the breathing started to slow and I was like, man, this feels good. It's kind of, it's like the come down, you know what I'm saying? From like, you know, all that working out and stuff. I think that's a great moment. So, and it's good because like it happens like, you know, anywhere, you know, like you'd be at the gym or like on a run or uh, something like that, you know? Also, like I feel um, when it rains as well, I get a lot of people call me weird because I love the rain. Like when it, ra- like if it were, uh, if it were to rain for like a week straight, everyone is like, dude, that's, that's so depressing. I'm like, no, no, not at all. That's that's ideal. Like, I love the rain. Um, I'd probably move somewhere where it rains a lot. Right now, I really love New York City, but, like, I've heard Seattle rains a lot, and there's some island in Hawaii that rains, like, 60% of the year. That might be a bit much for me. But in general, uh, the rain is where I feel very relaxed. I'm not going to lie. I think the rain is um, is ideal. Um, so in the rain or by like a large body of water, I'm huge on bodies of water. 
Uh, I grew up around bodies of water. Um, those like a, like a couple periods, like when I was in the Middle East or um, what's it called? Uh, when I was in Arizona, uh, like oh, I just couldn't stand it. It was so so much desert. Um, it was just so dry. Like the mountains were cool and everything, but like to be around a body of water for me is like super relaxing. Like when you go, you because you can go there at night. You know, you can go there when you wake up. Um, you know, obviously you can go there on a boat. It's just it's such a it's such a versatile way to, for me to relax. And so, and it's always like available, you know what I mean? Cause like sometimes, you know, it's not going to rain or, you know, maybe sometimes you don't want to work out or maybe you already worked out, you know, bodies of water. So I, those three to answer your question, Max, I feel as if the rain, uh, near a body of water or after like strenuous physical activity, that's when I feel the most relaxed, if I'm going to be honest. All right. And moving on to topic number five. ASMR. Okay. Uh, Jen, I say this topic for last because I got some strong views on ASMR. I feel like some ASMR is just like, it's pretty flat out weird. I'm not going to lie. I'm not talking about like the ones where like people are like, you know, clicking and tapping and talking real soft and all that stuff. That could be cool. Like I've seen some of that. I've, uh, it doesn't like, get me like super t- tired like i guess some people watch it because they want to like fall asleep or something you know um but i it, like that's i don't know that's that's like normal i guess but like the ones where people are eating that stuff is so weird i i cannot get into that i don't i really don't know how people get into that as they do um i i personally think um that's essentially the same thing as saying like oh someone can like grab a bag of chips or like get a bowl of cereal, eat it right next to my head, and that would make me fall asleep. That is not therapeutic at all to me. I, I actually am super appalled to hearing people eat. Like, I think if I can hear you eat, that's that's almost grounds for, like, getting black. That is, that's reasonable grounds for getting blacklisted. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm not going to try to teeter with this one. Yeah, that's, if I can hear you eat in a social setting, like, we're on a first date or something, and you know, the restaurant is, you know, medium loud, you know, the ambience is, you know, popping, but not like excessively. And I can hear you munching over there across the table. That's reasonable grounds of getting blacklisted. I have done that before. I've, I mean, obviously I finished out the date. I'm not going to be like, you know, rude, but I got to the point where I was like, okay, um, this is, this is just not going to work out. I didn't say this, you know, I didn't say this and well, I paid for the food and then I just never texted her back. That, that's essentially what happened. Then I, I'm not a person that can, I don't like to hear people eat. I try to avoid listening to that, you know, if I'm in a setting where um, someone could possibly hear me eat, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's cereal, like there's some foods that are just irredeemable. You're not going to get around it, you know, and I think cereal is 125% one of those foods that you are always going to be hurt while you eat that. That food is just, it, it's, it's just so crunchy. And don't get me wrong. I'm a huge cereal guy. I love cereal, but like, I don't want people to hear me eat cereal. I think I'm just... I'm doing an, an injustice at that point. Also, like, chips. But chips are a little bit more versatile because, like, most of the time, like, if you're, like, oh, man, here's an example. Like, if you're at, like, a cookout, you know, and your uncle's, you know, frying up some hot dogs and hamburgers and you get the uh, the chips, you know, like, that's going to drown out in the ambience because that's just, like, that's the setting, like, I feel like chips should be ate. I'm not saying, you know, don't eat them for snacks. I'm not saying switch up your life on me. But um, in general, if I can hear you, audibly if we're in like somewhere that's supposed to be quiet or just like it's i can't do it he, he listening to people eat i think is just so oh man that is like probably one of the 
top tier worst things I believe could happen to me. Um, I remember when I was in uh, Arizona, um, I was in a class, and one of my instructors just brought up ASMR for some reason. He's like, oh, I, this thing popped up in my feed. It was ASMR, and I started listening to this person's channel. And this one girl in the class, she freaked out. She was like, oh, my gosh, I love ASMR. He's like, really? Which, oh, which one do you like? And she's like, I like food eating ASMR. I was like, I'm not going to lie. My jaw dropped. I, I, I couldn't. I didn't even want to reminisce on it like that. I can't do it. It's, uh, it, was, it was a horrifying moment. Uh, I never looked at that girl the same again, uh, personally. But, um, yeah, I guess everyone's got their own things. I don't know. I'm trying to. <laughs> um, everyone's got their own things. I'll say that much, you know. Some people like hearing people chomp away in their ear. Some people like the clicking and tapping. I'm not saying I would never do ASMR. Like, I've done, uh, what's it called? I was at some auditions in New York where people were like, okay, you know, you, you know, you have a really good voice for, like, bedtime ASMR. I was like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind reading like a storybook or something like that. You know, I've done, I've done, uh, I've done some little audiobook things, but um, that's it. Like, I don't think I could, I don't think I could do the food eating ASMR. You know, unless I was getting paid like heavily for that. But it's like it, it comes to a point where you're just you're just eating in front of a microphone. Like, how do you just like? I don't know. I can't justify that. You know, I've seen some obnoxious things pop up in my feed. People just eating like the most ridiculous thing. Like, this is one girl. Oh man, I'm not even gonna name drop her. But her, her, she always pops up in my feed, right? I, I don't block the channel just because, like, I'm not a hater. But it's always, like, her, like, eating jello and, like, pickles and, and stuff. I'm, like, it's in front of a microphone. And she's got millions of followers. Like, people, like, listen to her. Like, they, they, she's got a big following. I'll just say that much. I'm just, like, man, she's, she's just waking up, eating in front of the microphone, just getting paid for it. Who knows? It, it's good. I just, I, I don't want to listen to it. I'll say that much. But, uh... <laughs> ASMR, goodness, but uh, I, yeah, it's the it's the last one. All right, yeah, it's gonna wrap up the today's five topics. Like I said, I, I think I'll drop the the other five later, um, if not later this week. I guess sent a lot, so I'm gonna make sure I bang out all of those. But uh, make sure you guys check out the uh, links. That's plural links in the bio or description section. Uh, those are gonna be the links to the other platforms I'm on. Like I said, we're on most of them, pretty much all of them. Um, you're also going to find a link to the Patreon as well as the Instagram channel for myself and the podcast. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of goodies in the bio there. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening to episode one. Obviously, judging by the title, it's going to be the first of many. So make sure you guys stick around, and uh, I look forward to having you here. Have a good one. Take it easy, guys.